Look up there in the sky. It's a bird, a plane. It's Handsome Boys Comics Hour. Those boys are so handsome. One Gator Man. One Cursed Ghost. One Fortnightly Discussion of Comics and Nerd Culture. I'm your host, Robbie Dorman, literature geek and writer. And I'm your other host, Eric Z. Goodnight, professional artist and illustration nerd. And we are the Hands of Boys Comics Hour, your home for news, reviews, slightly antagonistic banter, and much, much more. This is episode 275. Sweet. That's a good, that's a lot of them. Yeah, we're, it's a fair few, I dare say. I started using fair few and my dialogue i think just because you say it a lot eric do i i don't think about it too much it's part of your vernacular i'll have to take your word for it i just continue to be a big loud redneck and you know i don't notice it i mean it's you know it's not bad being a, being a hick it's like air you know fish don't notice water i don't notice being a hillbilly <laughs> It's just reality. Speaking of the South, we'll be discussing Redlands, uh, Volumes mm-hmm. 1 and 2 by Jordi Belair and Vanessa Lowe. Redlands! Woo! You have to say it like that. I'm sorry. I didn't say it correctly. I mean, it is, it is, it is literally true. One of, us is, one of us is in this cursed hell state. You're in a slightly, slightly different cursed hell state. It's a different kind, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yes. We'll, yes. We'll be talking about witches in, and... In Florida later on, yeah, that's going to happen, and, then, and probably I don't know. Oh, God, ter- lots of terrible things. Basically, that's yeah, this that... is a, this was this was this was a real bummer. It was a real it? real downer. Thanks, Jordy. We'll talk about <laughs> the ups and downs of the, the, this grim book later on. Before that, though, we have books that came out this past couple weeks to talk about. It's time for floppies for nightly. You, you, you stepped on me there. I was going to say the grim adventures of Jordy and Vanessa. You can you can go on to the next the, the the next segment now. Thank you. I yield the rest of my time. Bob Lee's for nightly is the part of the show where can I review a selection of this past couple weeks' books? Tell you to buy or do not buy them. Members of Mush Meter goes from one to five. If we're feeling mushy about our decision about any of these books, our first book is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Last Ronin, number one story by Kevin Eastman, Peter Laird, and Tom Waltz. Script by Tom Waltz and Kevin Eastman. Layouts by Kevin Eastman. Pencils and inks by Esau and Isaac Escorza. Page 39, art by Ben Bishop. Color assistant Samuel Plata. Colors Luis Antonio Delgado. Letters Sean Lee. So, Eric, I'm going to ask you a question. Ask him. Ask him! Do you, are you aware of this comic book called uh the dark the dark knight returns um was it written by mr franklin miller it was it was written by mr frank written and drawn by mr franklin miller i don't know that his name is actually franklin but i i, I assume that it is i don't think it is actually but whatever it was it's, it's actually it's short for frankfurt okay <laughs> frankfurt miller it mm-hmm. was that 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 is the book i'm talking about landmark comic book uh, in in the history of comic books, important comic book we've read it and talked about it on this very show. So, what if that was like? What if that book 
instead of having Batman in it, had a Ninja Turtle? I feel like that's a fair question. That's a good. That's a, that's a good scenario. That's what this comic book is. One thousand percent. It is. It is good to see uh, Ninja Turtles going back to their uh, their Frank Miller roots. Yes, that's true. Th- this book is terribly stupid, but <laughs> my God, does it feel good to read it? It 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 is just. I mean, I calling it dumber than a bag of hammers is is an insult to hammers, frankly. But like, I don't know. You got a Ninja Turtle in the future fighting robots, and he's got all the weapons. And yeah. I don't the, the Shredder's grandson, and he's talking to birds, and I don't know. D- 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 he falls from a skyscraper, and he's he's like, ow! <laughs> he, and he gets well, up and runs away. He has a, he has a shell. To be I mean, fair, turtles are tough. Turtles are tough. Um, yeah i i had I had that thought in my mind. I'm like, if this was probably any other property, I would roll my eyes. You can still roll your eyes at this. I I roll my eyes at a lot of stuff that I enjoy. I you know, I just i I like this. I enjoy, like yeah. you said, it 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 yeah. is it is exactly the, it is exactly the Dark Knight Returns, but with a Ninja Turtle and. Mm-hmm. I don't care. It's still a lot of fun and still really enjoyable. And you get the like the last page reveal spoiler alert that it's Mike when you're everyone. I mean, I don't know. The whole time I was saying, is this Raphael? Is this are we supposed to think this? It felt like Raphael would be the obvious choice. He's the dark one. Yeah. But then you're like, oh, no, the the big reveal is that Mike has been (laughs) turned through because all his all his brothers are dead. And he has their weapons. He's no longer a party dude. He's no longer a party dude. And then their ghosts are talking to him. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, yeah. They nearly committed seppuku. He almost did. But then we got it's like... It's very, very dark. And we got going, fucking... Going back to our dark turtle roots. And, and we, I like it. And we got Cable uh, April O'Neil. <laughs> like, dark future April O'Neil mm-hmm. here. Uh, it, yeah. It, it is... It ticks all the boxes. It is like if you ask me to like come up with an idea for what a Dark Knight Returns turtle sh- would be, it would be this. Yeah, and it does. It just hits every single beat along the way. It is completely. There's no like the, the Mike surprise is the only real twist at all. But I don't care. I still I'm I'm still on board. I I like it a lot. I'm a buy. Hell, hell, hell yeah. Hell yes. Give me, give me more dumb turtles comics. More turtles, more dumb turtles. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I, I, I love this. I love the the classic old turtles comics. And and I got to be honest, like this is, I, I I would say that, like the Dark Knight, it's got all this weird baggage of people in the '90s being afraid of black teenagers. In calling them super predators, nineteen eighty six. Um, what did what what did I say? Nineteen nineties. Okay, but also in the nineties. Yes, also. I mean, it's for, still for, still let's, today. Let's, let's say for a decade and a half. Yes. Um, because he's just killing weird robots. You know, there's there's no there's there's not a lot of baggage there. Um, and I I I like that. It's a generation removed from that weirdness you know i have to i can wince less i can just be like oh yeah this the dumb cartoon character getting serious 
and in a dark, spooky future. And I, I think that this is a crossover with Extreme Ghostbusters because um, uh, Extreme Sad Girl is also in this. It's true. It's true. I um, also want to add that it's this is not this is not done ironically. None of this mm-hmm. is ironic either. This is un- this is just like no. This is definitely just the, yeah. Straight the, face. The tone is the tone is very similar. I would say to the to the original Mirage series um, that we that we read for this podcast even. Mm-hmm. Um, and and everyone should read Ninja Turtle comics are good. I I still want to make Robbie read whatever that dumb member of the Archie comic series or whatever the Ninja Turtle adventures were. I want to, I want us to read that where, where Raphael becomes a wrestler in a venom suit. Now you're just making stuff up. You have challenged me on this. <laughs> I've brought it up multiple. Like you were, there is audio of you arguing with me that this exists. This is what happens. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm a, that's a double buy on Team NT, the last run of number one. Next up, the the Batman, three Jokers, number three, the dramatic conclusion, written by Jeff Johns, illustrated Jason Fabuck, colors Brian Anderson, Rob Lay on letters. A lot of on, uh, I messaged you this during the week. A lot of people angry about this comic book on the internet. I am. I can only imagine it's for the last panel. Or the last page, uh, or is it for more than yeah, that? mostly that. Also, the I I must be completely out of sync with most people. Oh, that's definitely um, that's absolutely true, Eric. You're not a normal I, Batman I, fan. I, I I am just stunned by this because I I primarily really enjoy what this is, and I guess people that are reading Batman, all the garbage that I hate, must be what they want. Um. But I am curious. I, I imagine you're going to be in contention with me, too. Although I, you know, usually you kind of buck popular uh, opinion on stuff as well. So what what you what you got for me? I mean, it's it's this, it is like this is exactly what I expected. So it's not like I'm I am not like like I think most of the reaction was like people were like this, like you are not I don't fall fo- aren't following the hype train of Batman comics very much. You read what I give you. <laughs> you eat what I, I don't you, need to, I don't need to seek out. That sounds awful. Why would I, why I, would I, I yeah. I, why would I inflict that upon myself? I mean, I do it just to keep up with stuff, but uh, with, for the podcast, but it's just, you know, the, the hype train for this was big for, and, and it was delayed multiple, multiple, multiple times over months and months and months. Partially. I'm sure it was the pandemic. But it was, you know, hyped up, hyped up. Jeff Johns, Jason Fabuck, they're going to, it's three Jokers. It's going to unify the Joker theories. It's going to, like, be a big thing. It clearly has, uh, like, Watchmen influence all over it, uh, especially in how it's structured. So it feels like, oh, it's going to be world shattering. It's going to change everything. And... I think people were expecting more. They were expecting something big in this, some big status quo altering thing. And what they got was, again, spoilers, is Batman knowing who the Joker is, and but not telling anyone. And I feel like that's, yeah, that's this is the level of what I expected. This is what I expected this thing to be, and the end on is, oh, no. There, there's, there was one Joker. He made more. That's why there's all these different versions of the Joker. 
and the 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 big thing is well batman's always known who the joker is the real identity of the joker this is also retconning the killing joke to a certain extent you know the killing joke whole thing is all these different origins of the joker who knows mm-hmm. what, what's true this is retconning that basically batman does know the identity of the joker the joker knows the identity of batman and all his uh all his all his friends whole bat family but he doesn't reveal it uh they have this weird mutual thing where they are not revealing the identity of the other because you know it turns out that batman's actually also pr- protecting this estranged wife and child of the joker uh, who lives in alaska um i don't know how much of this is actually canon because alfred's in this comic book and we are we, the next book we're about to read is alfred is definitely dead so i don't know um well, some also other people are upset about the the letter thing, where Jason leaves a letter, mm-hmm. and then it never gets read because a, a janitor pushes it away with a broom. Janitor is uh, Joker themed. He is. If you look at his his uh, his uniform, he's a purple a purple. He's a Joker man and pushed away the the the, it the says, revealing letter. Fun time cleaners. Fun time cleaners. Oh no. The, the the Joker is like, nope, can't have that much character development. Goodbye. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> we can't have a, we can't have a potential. I mean, it is it is a comic book after all. I know, I know. Um, and I think the other thing, you know, you get like Batman like making peace with Joe Chill, you know, yeah, on his deathbed, Joe Chill's, you know, dying anyway, and big showdown with the Joker. Um. I, I just I, I think I'm not necessarily angry at what happens in this comic book. Like I think mm-hmm. it's more of just like I'm just waiting for more. Like I'm I like I don't think this does I don't think this it definitely doesn't deserve the hype. I think it's fine. Like I like I don't you like this? Like positive I like, like I, this. you would recommend it to people. Um I'm not the kind of I'm not going to recommend anything Batman to anybody. <laughs> um, I mean, I might recommend some Denny O'Neill Batman or something like that. I would recommend something classic. Uh, and this, I think, is trying very hard to be classic. And I I enjoy it for that. I enjoy a lot of things that are in this. I like the way that he has resolved the plot. I feel like the Joker like it it kind of in a way that i understand his character him trying to make himself the most important obsession in batman's mind feels like the right shape for something that he would do that doesn't seem that doesn't seem out of his character for me i like that i i like a lot of the decisions in this um I, th- this to me could have been terrible it is at the right scale for me for what Batman should be. Like, there's no magic multi-dimensional Jokers. It's him creating copies of himself with Joker gas. I I like what this is trying to say. I feel like it doesn't try and do too much. Um, and I think that, like, I don't know, a lot of people on the internet, comic books, comic book people and nerds are really shitty and opinionated these days and fandoms are entitled i think that this is honestly pretty good i like the statements that it makes it's not it's not earth shattering every every media company these days tries to hype everything up as if it is earth shattering because that 
sells shit. And I don't know. I think that this is good. It looks great. No argument about the art. Art is gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I mean, it it looks, it's right on that Brian Bolland level. It's beautiful. Like, it, it is... It is working very hard to communicate that kind of comic. Um, and I like this better than The Killing Joke, obviously. Yes. I'd also say that this doesn't exist if The Killing Joke never comes out anyway. So it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to... But yeah, I mean, obviously this is better than The Killing... Like, Killing Joke has a lot incredible... I mean, the way it treats Barbara is in, in mm-hmm. and of itself a big problem. I just don't... I don't... I think I am of the mind like, yeah, it looks beautiful. Like it would be better if it wasn't, if, if it was, I don't want the, 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 I don't know how to, the, the, I don't like the Watchmen esque thing, the killing joke thing it's trying to do. Like, I wish Mm. it was, if like it, I think textually, like it makes that all that stuff, all that subtext textual. It takes, and I don't mind that. I don't care if Batman knows who the Joker really is. Like, that's fine with me. Um, mm-hmm. It's more about the fact that it uses the shell of the killing joke to tell this story. It uses the shell of, like, all these, like, and I really, I definitely think that someone pushing away this this in pivotal letter is incredibly lazy writing um, that just kicks the can down the road instead of making a decision about either of these characters. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and I think that it's, like, if you want to break free of the killing joke, if you don't, if you want that comic book not to be a big part of Batman, don't, don't pay homage to it. Don't put yourself in that shell like a hermit crab. Make a new, uh, make a thing that doesn't resemble it. it. It can still look beautiful and it can still tell the same story, but don't. And like it's part. That's partially why it's so hyped up. Is because oh, it's like the kill. Remember the killing mm-hmm. joke? We're doing that again. Which and I'm. Just, I have a. I have a. I have a counterpoint for you though. Oh, what is that? M- money. Oh, okay. I get it. Yeah. Um. Also, it's like I, I don't. I, it's fine. And I think I think I mean I like I don't hate it. Like I think I. I think I was. I think at this point I'm just like there's worse things in the world right now than a bad Batman comic or whatever it is or Batman comic no, I don't true. like. I I do really like the um the image of uh, Jeff Johns like a little hermit crab running around um in the shell of Alan Moore's corpse, you know, sideways walking up and down the beach. Um, mm-hmm. it's like a Zoidberg. Yeah, Jeff Johnson Zoidberg. Um, it's it is it, it it's very true. I I think I, I'm I'm still to do not buy. I've been to do not buy on all these comics. Um, and I think I would like I would buy if I'm saying hey go read this book. Uh, and it's this is also expensive. All these comic books are expensive this week. I didn't mention the yeah. last Ronin costs eight dollars. That's too much for. That's too much for a a, a comic, but. I don't know. We need we need some solace. I I need my terrible Ninja Turtles comics. Yeah, uh, and my uh, dumb are, Batman comics with the Joker and bisexual lighting. Uh, are you uh, are you a straight up a buy on this? Or? Yeah, I feel relatively comfortable um, uh, saying that this is this is pretty good. You probably already have made up your mind about it without reading it. If you don't want to read it. 
for my money, this is, I think, a good, interesting Batman story. I have not given, I have not even given a cold fart about any Joker story in forever. This is Batman at the correct level, written the way that I, like, I, I, I don't know. Did this, did, did this set off your Jeff Johns alarm a whole lot when you read this, this ending? I mean, um, yes. It, but I will also say I had earlier predicted that someone would lo- we get the Jeff John special, which is someone loses an arm mm-hmm. or a hand. Didn't happen. Mm-hmm. No one got no one got maimed. So I'll give you Jeff John's a little tip of the hat. No maimings. Congrats. Little golf clap for you, Jeff John's for not maiming anybody. Um, but there is it's definitely the look at how important all this is ending. That's another Jeff John special. But. Mm. That's that's a that's a split decision on Batman Three Jokers, uh, number three. Next up is more Batman, double Batman, <laughs> double Batman, baby. Batman One Hundred One, written by James Tinian the Fourth, art Guillaume March, colors to Memora Tomu Tom Tomu Mori, letters Clayton Cows. So Joker Wars over, Eric. We got, and this is I see. Then this is also. I, I guess I shouldn't think about this too much, but I, we just read these comments that came out at the same time, and this book is all about the new status quo, 101, uh, starting it fresh, you know, resetting it a little little bit after the end of the Joker War, and then we also read, and Alfred's dead, Gordon is not there, and then we are reading Batman 3 Jokers, oh, Gordon's alive, and, ba- and, and, and uh, Alfred's fine. So this came off as a couple of years in the future to me. This is modern day. This is right after the end of the Joker War. Yeah. So that's that is weird to me because like I feel like they've done they have been trying to age Lucius Fox and Batman like Batman looks all wrinkled and Lucius Fox looks deflated. Well, Lucius Fox got poisoned by Punchline. That's why he looks bad. Well, that's good to know. I mean, he says something like I'm, it. I'm glad. I'm glad Punchline is uh, making her mark on the DC well, universe. Well, they have a... I hate her far less than I thought I was going to. I mean, she's fine. Yeah, that's about where I'm at too. But no, this is present day. This is right. This is now ish. I, I definitely read this as being a couple of years in the future. It is. This and is not as... not being a canonical story. No, this is absolutely canonical. This is as canon I, as I, it gets. To, that that kind of shifts it in my mind for me. I mean, I wasn't exactly over the moon for it before, but that's weird. Al- Alfred being dead, weird decision. I mean, he's been dead. Um, he died during Jerker War. Okay. He, he was I dead try in, and forget he, these things. He was dead in the last issue we read. Listen, listen. This is a this is a a book called Joker War. Do you think I invest a lot of my personality? This, this is not Joker a shit War. About this that? is this is just Batman. This is a new day. It says so right on the cover. It's a new I day. About, I don't care about Joker War. Well, Joker War's over. That good news for you. Good. However, there are still secret Jokers. That's great. That's and, a, that's what I want. And Joker Killer is going to go find him. Oh, great. That that's the kid with the. Hey, Robbie Grifter's in this. I Grifter is in this. He fights Batman for no real reason. The the guy whose gimmick is I have guns and I wear a bandit mask and I have hair. He has hair. It's pretty good. That's his. That's his thing. Well, oh, the nineties. Well, how do you feel about this comic book, Eric? We got, we got, we got Batman. This is also book is also like, oh, Batman, Catwoman, they're on a break. They don't look like they're on a break. 
they have a year they're, one they're, year they're they're doing they're doing the well they got the, the romantic hug and the city skyline thing this is their like hey we get one last fling and then a year they say one year they're taking a break i that what that really is telling readers is like we're gonna do a year quote unquote mm-hmm. a year of batman stories with no catwoman in them which means 10 years <laughs> yeah based probably um, i i i honestly i feel about this the way that i feel about anything that Tinian gets assigned to write or has to write within the batman continuity in that like i i kind of don't care for it i think he presents interesting ideas and does uh, a good story he gets character voices right um like this is good enough to, this is good palatable i can i i would not tell people to pick it up i don't i don't think that it is enough my style i think that it is i think that it is fine i i like the idea of changing up who Batman is and moving him to a smaller scale. And I'm interested to see in kind of going forward on this, but this is, I'm indifferent on this issue. Um, even though I, I think that there are ideas and elements and parts to it that, that, that work. I am cold on it in general, and I just want to move on with my life and forget about it as quickly as I can. I mean, I don't mind it. I mean, I like, I like, I like the new, I like a new status quo for Batman. I, mm-hmm. I think my, yeah, the fact, yeah, no more like ten million bat, uh, you know, Batmobiles, not you know, mm-hmm. not in unlimited funds. Back to basics. I like that. I wish there was more ha- actually happening in this comic other than just a fight with Grifter. Like, that's all that's really happening. It's just the rest of it is just Batman talking about, I'm not, I'm just, I guess I'm plain old Batman again uh, after so long. And I'm like, just could it, could you give us a, like a story that shows that, you know, of him having and just tell us about this new Sasko while he's solving a crime or something or going after a villain? That's actually not a bad idea. I was, because I was going to say that, like, in general, these things are kind of scripted on a big whiteboard, and it's like, well, these plot points have to happen in this episode or this issue, and it can't go beyond that. Um, so this is you get books like this where you know he gets to fight Grifter, and they have to they have to set the table, and that's all you get. Um, when yeah, like you could you could put this in the middle of a, a little single episode story but it you know it makes it better but like it doesn't it kind of doesn't make sense when i'm sure he's got to write so many other issues of this and shape this whole story um and it's probably not going to sell any more books and i think that's i think that's the bottom line putting grifter in this book will sell more books i okay i grifter okay uh yeah Yeah. he's a character he, he is, is a, a, a a comic book character who he is, exists. He is a comic. That's my feelings about Grifter. He is a yeah. char- He is a comic book character. I'm a do not buy on this. I would say just buy 102. If you want to read about new Batman and his mm-hmm. new status quo, hey, there's a new Batman. There's a new status quo. You don't need any of this comic book. It looks good. I'll say that. I like the art. I don't know why Batman has a weird wrinkly chin, but he's, he's old. It's because he's old. I mean, he's he's old old Batman. Bat old? Wrinkle bat. Wrinkle bat? Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so let's double down by Batman 101. Next up is our our flavor. It's our uh, uh, Swords, uh Smorgasbord. Mm-hmm. Here we go. Take Smorgasbord. Oh, oh no, Sordasborg. Don't don't. <laughs> I was I was born in the puns, man. Okay, all right. Uh, so we have three books this week. We have Excalibur number 13, X-Men number 13, X-Swords Stasis number one, written by Teeny Howard, Jonathan Hickman, and Jonathan Hickman and Teeny Howard, with art by Arby Silva, Mahmoud Esrar, Pepe Larraz, and Mahmoud Esrar. Colors by Nolan Woodard, Sonny Go, and Marte Gracia. Letters by Ariana Maurer, Clayton Cowles, and Clayton Cowles. And Clayton Cowles. And Clayton, Clayton Cowles. I'm just reading those. And, and. I am still on the. I'm, we're still on just judging this as a, a full on event. If you're, I don't. You if you're like if let's say you're only reading Excalibur, I guess you could just keep doing that. But it feels like you should just be reading all of Extra Swords, or just wait until the event's over and go jump back into the X book of your choice. So we're going to judge it as a whole. Are you still on board, Eric? Oh hell yeah. Okay. All right. Hell yeah. Are you kidding? You're excited now. The the the, 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 the like dude the. It's fucking apocalypse. It's going to be like killing people with swords and like four horsemen, gods of Egypt. Like, this is nuts, dude. This is just big, dumb crap. And it's got like, this is this is fun. I don't know. Like this. This makes me think of. Oh, hell, I always forget the um, the Avengers space romp. It was named after infinity. Was, I think it was just called infinity or something. It was infinity. Yeah. It makes me think of that. Like you don't, you don't really have to think about it. Like I'm glad that the writers seem to be thinking about it, and they want to have like some degree of underpinning for it. Um, and 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 you know, there's good, there's good, interesting character stuff. Like I liked, I liked um, the the Captain Britain, new and old stuff. I liked, I liked that. I liked this conflict. I, I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit surprised by that, honestly. That I liked it? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know why you would think that. It seems a little like you would be a little, I don't know. I thought it was a little uh, muddled. I can, I can see what you're saying um, because I'm just going to say that, um, I I mean, I don't know. I think that there's enough, there's enough kind of laying there, you know, coming in. I, I mean, it's been a while since we've read the setup for this and Betsy becoming Captain Britain. And I had, I had even forgotten that that happened because there was the other Psylocke in some other story that we read recently. And I just like, okay, that's Betsy. It's, it's weird for me to think of them as two separate characters. Um, No, I mean, I think it's, it is an interesting, it is an interesting conflict to sort of the nature of it. I, I, I like it. I enjoy it. I, I don't know. I, I don't, I, 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 I think for my part, I don't have a lot of attachment to the history of either character. So most people's, I don't know, most people have that history um, if they're going to have complaints about it. You know, you've used the term character assassination. I don't feel like that's really going on here. I just, I like what's being said. I don't mind it. Like, I don't, I just found it mm-hmm. kind of, I don't like meandering. I would say the Excalibur issue. I found it like I understand yeah. that, like it that it could it, be tighter. It could be tighter. I think like it was probably tar- it's it is targeted at 
Excalibur readers, people who have been reading mm. Excalibur for this entire time, and we are not. We are just jumping in for this event. Um, but I felt like it was. It felt like a little bit of you know circular, like oh talking and then not talking and then fighting and then talking and then not talking and then fighting and you're like and then it just gets to the end and they're like oh they have swords and they're fighting okay i get it um but you know i, I mean I, you can you can basically read all of these books that way that's that that's going to be the the ending of most of these stories i realize they I, have swords and they're fighting yeah i i but i like when the meandering of apocalypse and like the this like that whole backstory with him and his oh yeah and him like Oh no, Apocalypse! You're not strong enough. And you're like, whoa! Wait a minute, Apocalypse, one of the most powerful mutants ever. He's not powerful enough, not strong enough. He has to get stronger first. Oh, okay. That's why he was kicked out of this little his little uh, his little group, the Horsemen, uh, because he wasn't strong enough. Okay, that's that's it's showing Apocalypse is weak and and vulnerable is a mm-hmm. fun thing. Um. I, and I just want to see him fight that Gator Man, <laughs> whatever that yeah, thing, that Gator that's guy. That's gonna be great. Like, where's where where's he at in the? I need to clip to him. It was the picture of him, but I want to I want to read. I want to read. He Pog or Pog with the sword. Pog or Pog. <laughs> His name and the sword, the same name. Mm-hmm. Poggers. Oh God, he's gonna be a Twitch streamer after he gets defeated yeah. in the in the sword tournament. I mean, I I think like. You know, you could you could get some you could get some donos, pog or pog. You'd have to. The problem is you'd, the camera would be, have to be really far away to even get his whole head in there. Yeah, he's gonna have to true. work with a camera angle somehow. Or like, it could just it could be like just his eye. You know, <laughs> just just his eye looking at the camera, and he's like pog yeah. or pog. Shout out yeah. to all my my uh, my my poggers. Uh, appreciate the <laughs> appreciate the donation. <laughs> Thanks for the bits. Sake Tanuki with the very kind five dollars to Pog or Pog. <laughs> I'm, gonna play, I'm gonna play some uh, Among Us today. Got some good friends. Uh, Pog or Pog is sus. <laughs> this is the stupidest oh thing we've ever come up with. Um, but I, you know, I'm I'm still on the board. I like I I have minor quibbles about things, but. You know, we're I I I'm all on all on board with seeing like this insane other world with, and this insane like conglomeration of otherworldly beings like that. that Jonathan Hickman is just like, yeah, I know. I like you probably have seen one of these characters like on a page of one of these books before. And now we're just gonna have them talk about their weird, their with, and we're gonna show a whole gang of them. They're like, we're gonna go invade this other place. And you're like, what's going on? We're just seeing this weird infighting among the the all the the bad guys. We don't know who they are. And Donathan's like, yeah, here you go. There you, you know those weird aliens you saw in that cable comic. Here they are. You're like, okay, cool. They got swords. I love it. Yeah, I love, I love, I love black metal, black metal uh, summoner guy. I love Gator. This is a this is a podcast with two Gator men. Yeah. Even though the Gator Man, he's not, he's the head of a gator, but he has like six arms and he's big. I don't know. He's, he's, like, a, he's, a, he's, a, he's a super Gator man. Fair enough. He's Pog or Pog. Don't, I, don't you, I will not, I will not listen to you shit talk Pog or Pog. Okay. Shout out to all the haters out there. They can't keep me going. They, can't, they keep me going at the end of the day. Your hate fuels me. Pog they, or Pog. But uh, thank you very much, XXX. 
uh, gamer cool guy XXX for that ten dollar. It's, it's, it's sake tanuki. That's that's um, he gets around. He already thanked that guy. Well, so, no, sake tanuki's rich. Oh wow! So he, he has like he, he he keeps donating. He gifts. He's gifting. He's the she's the shadow money. Okay, got it. Oh no, I'm a buy on. So buy an X of Swords. It's still a good read. It's still a lot of fun. Yeah, three 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 books at once. That's... Buy dumb fun comic books. Dumb buy an X of Swords. The dumb number part three. I think we're at four somewhere. These three it's books. It's not eight books like last time. No, it's not eight. Well, that's next. Maybe next time will be another six or seven right. or. 12 books. Right. I um, look forward to I look forward to reading the Kazillion comic books. One Kazillion about, about the X-Men waving swords around. <laughs> I also really like the apocalypse is like offended that someone left him a tarot card that he doesn't understand. Yeah. How dare you? What is this? You left me art. Get this astrology bullshit out of here. Don't fucking keep that Scorpio season bullshit away from me. Yeah. Uh, that'll do it for floppies this week. We can move on to our next segment. It's time for checking in. Checking in is the part of the show. Eric and I talk about what we've been up to. Uh, about art we've watched. About shows we've seen. About games we've played. Eric, what's going on? I've done none of those things. Oh, crap. Like you, I've sat in a room and stared despairingly at the wall. Um, no, I've been fine, uh, honestly. But like, I don't know. Apart from, apart from continuing to watch AEW Dynamite every every Wednesday, I'm not really doing much of anything. I'm I'm watching Kaiza Mario and Mario Maker streamers and trying to switch my brain off so it doesn't eat itself. Um, because life is hard. Um, I will say, I don't think I've talked about it much, but I am. Uh, I'm partnering up with my friends at the Tampa Hackerspace, and we are going to uh, do a Zoom class about um, uh, intro to, to graphics um, and how to use basic graphics software. And we're going to be discussing... Um, sort of beginner level Photoshop and Illustrator in, in, in addition to giving um, some basic background on that stuff, um, which I'm really excited about. Uh, we've had a pretty decent response uh, so far. Um, it is a paid class, and 50% of the ticket cost goes to support the, um, the hackerspace, which is a nonprofit uh, educational foundation local to uh, the Tampa Bay area. And it is uh, a really neat place. Um, and we're, we're all just trying to do what we can to, you know, educate people to be teachers, to make information free. But that, that's, that's what's going on. That's what's going on with this guy. I ain't got a whole else lot uh, going on other than, um, other than working on this and trying to fulfill my Kickstarter, which is going well enough. It's just hard. It's a lot of work, a lot of, a lot of energy. Mystery poster is looking real good. I'm real proud of the way that it's going, but there's still, there's still a fair amount of uh, more to go. You know, I want it to be fun. 
and I still need to come up with some more little fun things to throw in there. You know, that's what I'm getting. Um, I already, I yeah. sent in my, I sent in my thing. I'm getting that Mr. There, there are still a couple of people that have not, um, but that's the, the, the surveys are uh, such a busted bad system. Um, and always create problems. Um, I mean, I, I found a survey for a Kickstarter that was two years old that I'd never filled out. And it was for a digital, a, a, a digital reward. Like they could have sent that to me at any time without me filling out a survey. And he didn't need my address to give me a, a damn digital thing. It's so silly. <laughs> but, the, you know, these, these emails, they go to people's spam. They don't see them. They don't stop and fill stuff out. It's, I don't know. It's Kickstarter. This is the, probably the, one of the most challenging parts about it is you have to do so much additional labor to get people to do stuff like give you their address. Because I think they, they think you just have this information. You don't. Uh, I'm trying to think of anything I could talk about. I'm, I've ordered computer parts. Mm hmm. Cause you, your cat, your cat poured coffee on your computer or whatever happened. It was, it was an energy drink, but yeah. Oh, you're back on those. Uh-oh. I mean, I'm... What's that all about? I get one or two a week. I'm, okay. It's not too bad. I'm limiting myself. Um, I feel a lot better not drinking diet soda. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I I, it, uh, I finally, I just pulled the trigger and just making the... As soon as I get my parts in, I'm building... Uh, not, it's not entirely new because I'm using Frankenstein and you're, together. You're cannibalizing some parts, which is always always a good... A good idea. Save a couple of bucks there. Yeah, and then but that I'll have a. I just need a power supply to be here within a couple of days. Stupidly, I originally initially sent it to the wrong address. So that's great. A place I haven't lived at in six years. So luckily, I caught that before it got there. <laughs> I'm getting it rerouted to my current address. That's important. Um, yeah, that is always a good thing. It's important to have the nice. buy a thing and then have it sent to your actual house. Um, but that's a thing I'm doing. I'm, I got, uh, my cover back for my next book that will be coming out this month at some point. I haven't set a date yet, but it will be soon. Have you announced the title yet? Yes. Splatterfest. Oh yeah. You did tell me that. Splatterfest. Splat, splat, not bladderfest, but splatterfest. Splatter, like blood splatter. Like, 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 like the, similar to Splatterhouse, the... Sega games. God, I never played I it. All the arcade game as well. I remember the art for the for the the from the the marketing, but I never played it. I loved like that the the comic you mean? Yes. Where the like the last panel is just the girl staring straight at you, and she's like, I like it's just her disembodied head, and she's like, I'm as good as dead. I will remember that until the day that I die. <laughs> I'm very endeared to that terrible looking game. Uh, but that will be out this month. I just need to do final stuff for it. Finish, do you know? Get the final. I've got a, I've got a cover uh, back. That's an important part. Uh, yeah, that's the, the that's very important. Hot take: books should have covers. Books should have covers, and they help sell the books. And it's a very I like it a lot. I put actually, you can go sign from a newsletter. You can get uh, see the cover before anyone else does. Because if you were subscribed to my newsletter, you've already seen it. I better cover. be checking my emails. You, there you go, Eric. You can you can go look at it. Um, you go to robbydorman.com and sign up for the newsletter. Yep, and you get a free exclusive short story when you do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, God, that short story. Very relevant. Turns out, I predicted the future. Not really. Um, other than that, dealing with a lot of personal crap. 
that no one wants to hear mm-hmm. on this podcast. Uh, I don't, but that's there. Uh, I played a lot of Assassin's Creed Odyssey. I've just been playing that pretty much nonstop. Which, yeah, which you already checked in with. Yes, but it's it's it has it, it has a hot Greek lady in it. it, it Cassandra, I love Cassandra. She's great. I'm I'm all I'm she's all, awesome. I I I I I believe everything. It's fine. Cassandra's great. For it. She's like, yeah, she's just like a fucking. She's just like down to murder people all the time. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Oh, you're you're not afraid of me. Well, let me stab you a couple times. How do you feel now? Do you are you are you you can still it's mess brutal. around? You can mess around with me. Oh yeah, I'll stab you a couple times. Um, fuck around and find out, as as they say. Yeah, the 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 thing that I did not t- mention because I had not not gotten that far in the game, but apparently you're hunting down members of a secret terrible cult uh, in that game. That is, I don't Just know like why. Just like on Halloween. I don't know why. I don't know why they didn't lead with that. Like, why isn't that front and center in the marketing? Because it's an incredibly fun thing to do. You're like a detective tracking down this terrible, monstrous political cult that is trying to, you know, change the government and benefit off of war. And mm-hmm. it's they so... Should, they should consult with you about how to write their video games about cults. They should. You've you've done it twice now. I don't know if I want to work. Not about video games, but in books. I don't know if I want to. I I write about cults so much. I really like writing about cults. Clearly. (laughs) I mean, it's, you know. Has it been more than twice? It'll be War on Halloween and the, is it the Split Circle? Split Circle has a cult. Not the Inner Circle. The Inner Circle, I mean, are they Inner Circle slightly different. Dark Order is a cult. Inner Circle is not a cult. Dark Order is a cult. Don't let Mr. Burnley hear you say that. I'm in the Dark Order. I am. I mean, I did go to that website, and put my name in there. So mm-hmm. I guess, but the emails never got processed. So I guess I don't think it officially went through. Well, the 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 recruiter John Silver. Um, oh, that's fair. Induct- that's true. I forgot yeah. about that. Yeah, you you yeah, are. I've, I've been inducted. You've been inducted. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. But we can still be friends. That's true. That's true. I don't know what we're talking about. You run. We're going to talk about witches, Eric. Um, I mean, shouldn't we all? Shouldn't shouldn't we all? Talk about witches? Sure. Okay. Uh, that's it for checking in. We can move on to our final segment. It's time for Nerdboy Book Club. Nerdboy Book Club is the part of the show Eric and I assign a longer collected work and discuss it in depth like what a book in a book club, except it is a comic book. This week we are discussing Redlands by Jordi Belair and Vanessa Del Rey. Um, first two volumes uh, about witches in Florida. And lots of fucked up shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is a this is a sincerely fucked up book. <laughs> it's, it's a, and we read the first... that I even kind of don't like anyone in it. Really? And that's not I don't know that that's not a thing that I usually lead off with. Like I, every every character for the most part is just kind of an asshole. They're monstrous. Yeah. No, they 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 quite literally are. I don't know. Like, it feels a little bit more like tighter, you know, and more figured out that like the first six issues seem to be mostly about like, let's let's put dark witchy shit in in the forefront and subvert your expectations over and over to the tune that it almost seems senseless. What's going on in these first six issues? I mean, none of it's none of it's bad. Um it's it reminds but, me of Italian giallo heart stuff like Suspiria, Dario mm-hmm. Argenta, where it's like very dreamlike and it's very twisting and mysterious. And mm-hmm. 
I don't. I that that's very very apropos. Yeah, it, and it's also incredibly gory, and the 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 pr- protagonist is used in the loosest sense of the word, mm-hmm. where it's you're like, yeah, you're following these characters, but you you know, I do also every character is basically unlikable in any any overseas film. It's not you know having a a hero or likable protagonist is a pretty American ideal, something that we aspire to in, in no other country. My God, there's so many, so many of these little porn ads. Yeah. Why does she all, make so many? There's also the, there's, I don't know what you call it, interstitial material, which is like world building. It reminds me mm-hmm. of, uh, was, well, I can't remember the name of the book. Um, with the, the werecats, girls turning into werecats. Um, oh, well, we don't, we don't need to talk about Chelsea Kane right now. Man eaters. Um, it reminds yeah. me of that a little bit. Um, well, I mean, that, that's, yeah. I would say stylistically, it harkens more to that, but like the, I feel like it's been like a relatively common practice ever since Watchmen. Yeah, but I mean, it just it, a modern, a more a recent example of something that is also mm-hmm. thematically sort of similar. Um, I think this is more mature than Man Eaters. Um, like both, I feel like it's better. Well, yeah, it's, Man I Eaters mean, is Man Eaters is really end of the day not good and i don't know chelsea kane was maybe not the best about managing her situation back then uh, i i mean like mature literally and figuratively like it certainly is more adult but like has more nudity mm-hmm. and violence but it is also i think not as on the nose it's it is more it obscures its theme and it's in yeah a little bit more and i think it just takes like i don't necessarily think that the six issues are the first six are confusing it just like it just takes longer for it to like i would never like this is one of those books i would never read We like we read the first couple issues but i would never read this serialized i would you have to read this mm-hmm. in a trade or, or i don't i did i don't i never say, say that it comes off as confusing as much as there's not a really clear through line that the first several ish uh, issues all kind of seem to be about something different and it's setting up all these things and it feels episodic and then it tightens up and figures out what it's about, you it, know? Yeah. It, and it's, it, 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 it seems like the real story is not even about any of these characters that it is about. It is about this, this dead girl trying to like put to rest her own story which feels weird. I mean, I don't, um, I don't, I don't think it's about anyone. I think like, it feels like, uh, like it feels like twin peaks to me where it mm-hmm. feels like every, every issue is like a tone poem in a sort of way. It doesn't, Same. it doesn't feel like necess- Like, yeah, certainly we are following these, this, this coven uh, who have taken over this town in Florida and basically pretended to be the police and in charge and everyone just i guess is enthralled to them or something um and and understand like is it you know it's not really laid out specifically like with or explicitly like how does this work like everyone in this town understand that there are witches in charge and they just don't say anything or do anything because they would get punished it's hard it's hard to you know and it doesn't really matter necessarily but it it doesn't it's just kind of left up in the air in certain regards, like they are clearly the police force, they are the authority. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they say multiple times, we are not actual police officers. Um, even though they enforce laws, they they work in the police uh, department in the police station. They drive around in police cars, but they're not police. But I think that is, I think that hypocrisy is purposeful. Um, I mean, I think there are, I, I, I like this. Um, I like it okay. Um, it, it's just really hard to read, and especially hard to read right right now <laughs> where the what my current mindset is because it's very mm-hmm. grim and it's full of full of monstrous characters who i mean the the literal uh, the literal protagonists in for, for like the second or third issue probably in the second issue um like some some teenage girl is being hit on by an adult man and she supposedly comes in and saves her from from this situation and then they take her off and fucking murder her so they can have sacrificial blood sex it's feast with each day. other it's feast day eric you know i okay i don't know and it's that's it's it's fucked up it's yeah um, that's not the, that's, they, that's... they are they are the the main characters of this that's that is the i that that's what we're starting with this 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 to me my my biggest issues is that it i don't know it's good it's was it was it who was it was it tula no it's uh it's vanessa del rey okay um and not tula lote um the art is this i i really i really like the art a lot it is it's it it's interesting and it it fits the grimy yeah. soft tone of this um she does a lot of very fun and interesting things uh in the story i've really felt basically from the beginning that this this was another comic book pitch for a netflix series um and i think that that distracts me it's to me it's why it feels a little bit more episodic and not as clear of a through line not as clear of any kind of I don't know, consistent tone or consistent um, thesis, anything that it's trying to say, you know, it's just trying to show a whole bunch of different things and a whole bunch of different characters. So I think like the comparison to uh, Giallo cinema and like exploitation cinema, I think is very on the nose. I'm sure that's exactly like that was in their mission statement was let's do something like that. Um, I mean, I th- and I, I like that 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 enhances it for me. Um, but it's still, I would, I could, I can pick out themes from it, especially after twelve issues. The six, reading just six, it just didn't feel as complete. And so this is this mm-hmm. is halfway. They say, um, or I don't know when they're going to finish. Uh, when they have plans to, I'm sure the pandemic has further muddied that. Um, but you can pick out. I can, I can certainly pick out. Uh, thematic connections to everything and it's all about mm. these these systems of control yeah. and systems of of uh, i'm not saying that there are none i'm just saying that six issues we should have more of a sense of it and it <clears throat> it, it, it comes off more clearly something comes off more clearly but it does feel like it it's it it shifts it becomes about something different they don't necessarily to me feel like two distinct stories 
or it just it just feels like they all feel like exploration of this world in kind of meaningless ways but it it feels like they're going somewhere after that um i mean i like you can you can start to see where they're going like it really feels like they were a little too focused on subverting those expectations in the first several issues you know like it 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 begins with it begins with the embattled um the embattled cops and then they get murdered by fire witches and it it really does feel like it's putting a lot of stock in 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 that subversion of expectation none of none of these things are bad i just think that i don't know for me the first six issues were a little harder to enjoy the second six issues were were i appreciate it more i don't know it's it's good but it's not what i would call a favorite of mine it's it, it it's largely whatever it's okay i mean i think that it is it is not concerning itself like one it is again it is not i don't think it it is not uh one it's not chronological it it, it jumpings around in time all every issue basically is different set in different some some multiple time periods flashbacks and, yeah a lot of flashbacks flashbacks jumping around in time jumping around from uh, the past to the present to the past to the present to the and, or different parts of the present and like it's it's very easy to um, lose focus that way because it is not again I feel like that is also it's phantasmagoria you know it is the, also grindhouse films and stuff like that mm-hmm. where it's so dark and gr- grim and dirty um, th- but you know the focus on sex sex workers and and sex trafficking and uh, certainly the this power dynamics uh you know i think that you know you see the, the these three witches they're being controlled by this quote-unquote father who you know says he loves them but then also says he needs to he needs to kill them because they are they've grown too far from him it's you know there's this i think uh, even in all, all these stories they kind of break they come back around to this idea of like people using the word love when they really mean the word control mm. and i think you know there, i think we see that these women this coven have been they're all very very old like the youngest of them is 500 years old um and you see all of them have disconnected from humanity like the you know is alice alice refers to the little girl who's not a little girl uh itsy she refers to it first yeah. like as an it as a thing calls her her pet yeah which we don't really know we still know like she's a, some sort of spider creature do you know yeah it is it's the the eyes are very disturbing do you know what it reminds me a lot of is the tone of uh uh netflix's castlevania um I can't help but wonder if maybe tonally it was slightly inspired by this because the first Redlands are pretty old at this point. Has to be well in advance of even the first season of um, uh, Castlevania. I wonder what the date is on this. 2017 was the first issue. Wow. Okay. It seems way older than that. Okay. Well, that's all good. Yeah. So that was that was concurrent with the first Castlevania season. Yeah. So probably no real cross-pollination there probably it's would be more likely that this 
took notes from that. Um, but there's and there's that that kind of it's you see all these all these relationships are all it's all a, like a lot of time it's about control. It's a lot and about a lot about um, trying to extract yourself from bad situations with by in like in like basically doing a bad thing to get some freedom to get or to get control back and in turn and then you see like this coven of witches who are being controlled who are under the 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 power of this father figure now wielding that same kind of power over this town and becoming monsters effectively like they're becoming the same kind of monster that they hate in their father and it you know i it's not pleasant (laughs) i think i think that's the thing like i don't necessarily disagree with anything it does um it's just very dark and very dirty and and like it's only 12 issues so far and that's i can deal with 12 issues in the muck and the mire Mm -hmm. so it's not that big a deal um it, it shows like that are like break like shows like breaking bad where it's like what five seasons of just people being yeah, awful? I, I, I'm, I'm definitely, and that was a thing that kept coming back to me. Is I'm, I, I don't, I don't, I'm not at a point where I want to see people doing terrible things. Quite honestly, I'm, I'm well over it, you know. Um, but not even any real anti-heroes in this. It's just everyone is a terribly bad person, you know. It, it's, it's like Game of Thrones, but worse. And maybe even maybe 2017 was more closer to that, um, like Game of Thrones era, where you could have a huge ensemble cast of people doing awful shit and people would eat it up. But I kind of feel like 2017 on, people started losing their taste for it, and Game of Thrones got terrible. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I'm going to I'm going to resist making my normal my my go-to Game of Thrones finale joke. I'll What is I don't even know that I know it. Okay, so don't resist. Sp- Give in to your hate. Okay, spoilers for the last episode of Game of Thrones. Oh, everyone knows what happens at this point. I know. If I would say that if you have not at least watched a YouTube video like say one of the ones that Lindsay Ellis did shitting on how bad it was, which is what I did. I read all the books up through the last one, which has not still not been released. And I think he will die before it comes out. Um, no, that show. Fuck that show. My 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 go to Game of Thrones finale joke is it's really it's really simple. It's just Bran. Really? Bran. Okay. What? Why? I hate, I'm I, sure Martin would have explained it better than the way they did in the show. I, it probably was. It probably was a bullet point that he picked. I, shoot, I, of the books that are written, I cannot pick a character I care less about than Bran. Yeah, I mean, maybe one of the Iron Islands people. Even then, I think I like those guys, those people. I, I'm more interested in them than Mister. I sit in the, I sit around and inhabit a, a bird. I, um, yeah. Uh, Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really out. Like I could not have been more obsessed about Game of Thrones like ten years oh, ago or were. whatever it was. And then, well, I mean, that's the thing. You you let something run on until it gets terrible. That's what you deserve. But you I gotta mean, you gotta you gotta be decisive about shit. I, and, and I did a lot to fuck it up. I think that in 
you know, twenty. I think twenty seventeen. Frankly, there was still plenty of appetite mm-hmm. for stories uh, stories of this tone. Um, yeah, and certainly, it's hard to look at anything like this right now in twenty twenty when everything feels mm-hmm. dangerous and on the precipice of disaster, and there's so much anxiety and depression. Um, and you don't want to read. Uh, like grim dark explorations of power and 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 abuse mm-hmm. you know that's not what i want uh, and i don't think like i don't i don't blame you know them for making for writing this at a, like in 2017 and then oh people read it in a, a bad time mm-hmm. um but it's still like hard to recommend in right now it's like well wait a while and see if things get better and maybe when you have an appetite for something that's dark and gross um it because it oh i would i would say comparing it to castlevania you still have the a bunch of characters with the same attitude of people are cattle and they're meant for us to fucking like take advantage of or whatever yeah but at least you had three heroes (laughs) that kicked the shit out of some vampires and it was great yeah, there's there is no and there's no levity in this. There's no mm-hmm. there's no humor it's, at all. Yeah, it's a lot of. I mean, I don't want to say it's a lot of one note, but it's a lot of. It's 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 a lot of dark. We'll say it's a very dark. There's I don't. Not, there's not a lot of light. No, and I I give it the benefit. I give it the benefit of the doubt largely because it's not. I don't. I don't read this as like just grim for the sake of grim. Like it feels mm-hmm. like they truly. That Jordi and Vanessa Del Rey, Jordi Belair and J- Vanessa Del Rey truly do have like something they want to say about with this, and like yeah. they have intent, but you have you know it's still like it's not like just like grim for the sake of grim. It's not what The Walking Dead became. Mm. It's not just like oh now let's just meander around this world and it's dark and terrible. Um, here's Negan, don't you love him? Um, but it is still just awful. <laughs> just yeah. so every page is just another terrible thing and every time uh characters show vulnerability and and like our touch like in closeness to each other and connections to each other the next page it kind of gets ruined in some way like i don't know there's multiple times where people reach out to each other and then inevitably they get scorned or hurt because of it and it like that's what it's trying to say but it's not a pleasant thing and you know I win a nor like I don't know. There's no normal anymore. I think that's the hard thing. Will my appetite for this kind of stuff ever come back? I don't know. I mean, I didn't. I did not have a particularly unpleasant time reading this. You know, I was. I didn't feel like I needed a shower afterwards, despite how heavy and horrible it is. But I. I don't need to. I don't need to seek it out. You know, there was a thumbnail for Extremity, which I think has. Maybe not as, you know, it, it has a lot of similarly heavy themes in it. It's mostly about war and not about sexual violence the way that this is. Um, but I, you know, I, I would read I would read another thing like Extremity, but it also seemed it's also conceptually a lot tighter. You know, you get everything is kind of radiating out from a central point. This is a lot of a lot, a lot of exploration and a lot of disparate things and it feels like it's i mean certainly as we may never get anything beyond these 12 issues it feels like it's going to end up being a lot of guns that don't fire i hope it gets and i kind of feel like we didn't get we didn't get the plot ticket until dad shows up 
I mean, it, I think he can, he rounds it into form. I think it like yes. he, he completes that puzzle a little bit and you're like, okay, I get it now. Like, okay. He is, he, we have that final piece that kind of, and yeah, that's like the tone poem thing. That's what it, it come back around to where it's very much, it's just like putting you in a place that like putting you in Redlands kind of like putting you in this environment. Like that's why I mentioned the Twin Peaks. Cause that's what Twin Peaks does a lot too. Uh, I like this more than Twin Peaks. Um, it's probably just because how I feel about David Lynch, but he's got great hair. He does have good hair. I'm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I'm not going to, my hair looks like, like I, if my hair looked like David Lynch, I'd be very happy. I, I, I believe in you. You can, uh, you can, you can, I believe you can achieve. I just need to get, grow a little longer, get a pompadour going. I can do it. Mm-hmm. Um, get you some Brill cream. Is that, I don't, I don't think I've ever heard Brill cream. I, I only know it because bringing up all kinds of bad things. It was in an episode of Louie that, uh, Oh God, that Lynch was in. Um, and it's a, it is a hair pomade. Ah, okay. Got it. Dapper Dan, man. Yep. You haven't seen, you haven't, you haven't seen, you haven't seen. I've seen one David Lynch movie and it was Mulholland Drive. No, but have you seen where, where brother are at though? My brother, where of course. Are, thou? are you kidding me? Someone who was it, Eric? There's okay. There's someone in my close like circle that hasn't seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou. It's probably your wife. No, she's seen it. Okay. And I was just like, I was baffled. I'm like, how have you not seen Oh Brother Where Art Thou? What's like, what's going on? It was, it was, it was like when you had to roast me for not watching Tremors. Some people just don't sit around and use their whole life to watch movies, Robbie. And what then are, write horror books. What are they? I, 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 what are they doing? God, God forbid, people are different than you. I don't. I don't like. Yeah, I don't like all this. What are we doing? Why are we? <sighs> Goodness. But yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm sorry. This is a, this is a call out. That it just is now. Redlands is it's in a weird position for me where i like Mm-mm. i like it's a, we- it's a weird book it's a very weird book uh it is, it is a super weird book i yeah like i don't know i think in if you are i think there's a certain person that can has an infinite like an infinite appetite for dark stuff and can deal with it no matter what um and i think this is this is a book you could read and probably be quite happy with if you don't mind also like weird atmospheric tone poems and giallo horror and like that it's like that's in this is your wheelhouse i suppose but for an average reader i would never recommend it it's just too dark too grim too mm. too upsetting like it it is a thing you read you graduate up to you know like when you when you're like it's it's almost on the level of from hell it is yeah which is another thing I think is a, a very good, but I never want to read mm-hmm. it again. Yeah, I would read this again before I read From Hell again. I agree with you that, yes. I would but I, 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 I think there's a lot of similarities. Um, this is, this is, I think, th- this is also entirely about violence against women. Almost entirely about violence against women. Yeah. Um, I believe it is saying something a little bit different than than um from hell was it is yeah it's it it's it's using similar motifs to tell different stories Mm -hmm. um but it's just upsetting uh and uh, disturbing (laughs) and uh, uh, uncomfortable 
I would say, uh, especially, I, I don't know. I, it, like, I, more and more, I think, Eric, you're the one who actually, like, made me think of, like, made me change my mindset about this. Because mm. you brought it up a lot when we've discussed things. And I think it's, like, a, good, a thing I think about now every time I watch or do engage with any kind of art is, like, what, mm-hmm. how do you feel right now? How, how, like, how emo- yeah. emotionally, how are you happy? Are you sad? Are you yeah. angry? And how is that affecting what you're doing? What, like, what art you're engaging with? Yeah. And oh, you mean in terms of fitting in the, uh, the, the, uh, sort of time and space and the yeah. political environment and whatnot? Yeah. Like, I mean, everything. Yeah. Like, it's like one just personally out, like, I'm upset today for this reason. So reading yeah. a comic book about, you know, gore and violence yes. is going to make me not like it as much as I maybe normally yes. would. Also, yeah, obviously the lens of political differences and sociocultural changes in between when mm-hmm. it was created. There's so many different things you have to think about. But I, I, like it's it's still fair to say it's upsetting. You have to be in a, a very distinct mindset to, to be reading this and to enjoy it. Yeah, um, I don't know. There, like, there's stuff like from hell where I would say, read it once and then you're good. Never again. Yeah, you're good. You got it. You got that one time. And I think I, I hope this gets finished. I l- would like to see it complete. This complete thing. Yeah. Um, even if I maybe don't like parts of it or it makes me uncomfortable sometimes, but I think that's sometimes it's good to c- confront yourself with uncomfortable art. But yeah, it also, I, also I'll tell you, I'll tell ahead. you how I feel about it. I, I. I think for someone who is not by trade a comic book writer, I think Jordan did a good job, but I would rather see this become a television show. Um, I mean, I think that they need to probably finish the comic to make that happen, but I I think there's a place in the world for a really grisly, mean-spirited show about witches fucking each other. Um, I think it could be a lot of fun, but that's, I don't know. We're we're back on my pet theory of comics being Netflix pitches. I mean, I don't if you tell if I've, I'm pretty sure if you told Jordy and Vanessa, they're like, "Oh yeah, we uh, this could be a, this should be a TV show." They'd be like, "Yeah, we'd probably that'd um, be we'd okay be okay with that." I have a I have a distinct feeling that that was part. I mean, I, I don't see how you can work in comics these days, and that's not a thing that you're aspiring for. I mean, I write prose and i would quite happily mm-hmm. welcome any of my work to become a movie yeah no complaints oh yeah of course i mean um, that's where the money is i i i don't think i have anything else to add about redlands i think you can from what we've said gather if it's for you or not if you haven't read it um but it is an interesting weird thing mm-hmm. um anything else you want to add eric I can't think of a whole lot either. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's it's difficult. I agree. That's Redlands by Jordi Belair and Vanessa Del Rey. Uh, now for something completely different. <laughs> uh, next time uh, in our book club, we'll be reading Maximum Carnage. The 1994 uh, Spider-Man crossover event of 14 parts. Uh Wikipedia is saying ninety three. Ninety three. Okay, I I was that was me guessing. I, I was, that's okay. I, I did not have a number in front of me. Um, 
So how do you feel about symbiotes, Eric? I'm for them. Okay, then you'll think, love... Can we, just pl- can we just play the Super Nintendo game? And so we, can we just stream that instead I mean, of reading these books? We'll certainly talk about the Super Nintendo. Oh, man, here's the... Here's the doppelganger, like hobgoblin spider thing. We're going to talk about oh, this. This discussion will be j- as much about the culture surrounding this comic book as the comic book itself. I'm pretty sure this is going to be super dumb, super dumb. I will. That's uh, 100% expecting that. That's that'll be next time. Uh, that'll, that's us. That'll do us for today. Uh, uh, that'll Bart'll do. That'll that'll do. That'll do. Uh, that'll do. <laughs> God Almighty. <laughs> oh, Jesus. We have the Handsome Boys Comics Hour. You can find us at handsomeboyscomicshour.com. Find links to everything on our Facebook or Twitter or RSS feed. Uh, if you like the show, please subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, give us a good review. All that stuff helps. Help us find new listeners. We appreciate uh, everyone for doing that. Uh, hit us up on Twitter on email. So handsomeboyscomics at gmail.com. You can find me online. On Twitter at Robbie Dorman. My website is RobbieDorman.com, where you can find links to my other podcasts and links to purchase my horror novels. Um, War on Halloween is my newest horror novel. It's about a family fighting for Halloween in a town controlled by a sinister reverend with secret occult powers. Uh, it's a great, I mean, it's a day after Halloween, is the time we're recording this, but mm-hmm. Halloween's a state of mind, I like to say. Yeah, um, it's, it's like Christmas. You carry it in your heart all year long. So if you love Halloween, it's a book for you. You can read it for free with Kindle Unlimited. Eric, where can they find you and your things online? Well, you can see my portfolio at freewillunlimited.com, and you can see the other things I get up to at ericzgoodnight.com, which I can't bring up right now. Um, That includes uh, most of the things I get up to online, including uh, Instagram, Twitter, Twitch, where I'm known on all services as Easy Goodnight. And with that, folks, we will call it a day. Have a good one. Rock and roll.